Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday gang and good day to all you party beauties. Yes, I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. And we begin today's episode with reaction to the evening's Premier League matches as Burnley and Fulham drew and Manchester City beat Everton. And here's how it sounded on the sports bar with myself and Perry, Jerry, Berry, Larry, Harry, Gary, Groves. And it might just be that just like that effort from Bernardo Silva, this Manchester City side are unstoppable. Everton 1, Manchester City 3. It's beautiful. It's just poetry in motion. I think that's the way it is from start to finish. They just look to dominate every single team that they play against. How do you stop them? They are a juggernaut. The football that they play is absolutely fantastic. It's a joy to actually watch them live. A lot of wins in a row and still we have the desire. I see the team playing football like don't play to keep what we have. We are playing to get more. But I just thought it was a masterclass in cohesion in a football team. And I was one of the accusers before saying when he was at Barcelona, he had all of the best players in La Liga. This is a proof of what a fantastic coach. I'd written them off. I thought they would struggle for top four. I've always found their football a little dull and boring and predictable. Dull. Yeah, dull. They always score goals. No, they, they I, could... I felt that they would pass, overpass. There's, there's a, a ruthlessness now and they move the ball through the thirds much quicker and they move it with a purpose. I felt that there would be overpassing and trying to walk the ball in. Yep. Now, I don't see that. I see, a, I see a, a, certainly a side that there is more purpose. If you sat him down at the end of each season and said, right, Pep, how next season could you win it better? And there's only one answer he can give. And the one answer would be, we can do all what we've done but not lose yeah, the but game. You said, but you said you're the best so team in Premier League history. Now, hold on, hold Simon. You just said you're the best team in Premier League history. Okay, those words left your mouth. I'm saying to you, you're not. Who is well, it? We are. No, you, we've we, achieved the best. You're not. The side, the side with the, the highest p- points total ever, you could argue, is the best side the Premier League has ever seen. No, but you don't no, know. Man City. No, because you don't no, know how strong the Premier League is that year. Ancelotti's got to go back to the drawing board. He's got to try and figure out what his best eleven is at his disposal at the moment, taking in hands injuries that they actually have. But they've got a massive game left. Let's not forget now against Liverpool at the weekend. You know, their big game and they've got to find some form from somewhere. And Burnley reply in 
instantly. Rodriguez down the right-hand side, finds Barnes, has a touch on the penalty spot and tucks it past Ariola. Burnley won, Fulham won. And although the boys are a little bit disappointed, and they're probably disappointed because of the, the dynamics of the football match, ball not in play a lot, disruption in the game, a lot of fouls, a lot of the game just gets really disrupted. That's the way this game, this what Burnley do, you know, they, they put you under that pressure, but we withstood that. And it's a wonderful, wonderful moment for Fulham. They couldn't clear it off the line, Burnley, but it's in, it's Olerena who got a flick on at the near post. Let's go from a set piece, a bit, bit soft from us, we don't get a first contact and I think we could clear it from the line and, and don't deal with it properly. Um, and then they get the nose in front, but I thought our reaction to that was excellent. Um, not only our physical and mental reaction, but the clever play from Jay Rodriguez to open up a great opportunity for Ashley Barnes. Now, how good is Kylian Mbappe after he scored a sensational hat-trick for PSG against Barcelona? And is this the end of an era for the Catalan giants? Well, we'll hear from Crystal Palace's Andros Townsend and Ali McCoyce talking Mbop shortly, as well as for Manchester City winger Trevor Sinclair and Simon Floppy Hair Jordan on Lionel Messi's potential move coming to the Etihad. But this is Adrian Durham discussing Barcelona. I was very sad actually watching it because it looked to me like Messi had checked out. We know he wanted to leave, wasn't allowed to leave. He's going to leave. He's already gone. And that whole thing, they've been brilliant for a long, long time. Even they've had defeats, you know, disastrous defeats like the second leg against Liverpool. You know, they've not always been successful. However, it's always been good to watch. There's always been drama. There's always been action. I think they're in transition. Obviously, they've got financial problems, which a lot of clubs have got due to COVID. And killing Mbappe at the double for the Parisians. Barcelona caught square at the back. Last night I watched that and I was just, I was relieved that the fans weren't there to wave the white hankies and give Messi a really awful send off in his, his final times, final games at, at Barcelona. A penalty from you know who, Lionel Messi, his 654th goal for Barcelona. I don't see Messi at 33, 34 years of age coming to Manchester City, Manchester City trying to bear the burden. I don't know why they would need Lionel Messi. He's rebuilt Man City from what people thought was the carcass of a team last year. I just think there's a romance between uh, Pep Guardiola and Lionel Messi. Everything points to Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona this summer and going to Manchester City for me. Mbappe! Hat-trick Mbappe! 4-1 PSG! He's a special, special player. Um, I remember when he first came through, the kind of the criticism was he's just quick, he's got no substance to it. But now you're starting to see a, a well-rounded player, and he's literally he's literally got everything, hasn't he? And he reminds me of R9. I know everyone's saying the same thing, but yeah, he reminds me of R9. How sharp he is, how much of a good finisher he is, how composed he is, and yeah, it's frightening that he's only he's only a young kid and he's still got five or ten years at the top level. Inside the six-yard box, and Mbappe responds for Paris Saint-Germain. He's something else, but I still think it's just a little bit early to say he's that's him taking over the mantle of Ronaldo and Messi. And by the way, he might never do it because these two have been out of this world, absolutely out of this world. When you think the performances and what these guys have achieved in their careers, so is he good, Mbappe? Yes. Will he get better? Yes but he's still got a good bit to go before he can be compared to Ronaldo and Messi. 
Hung-Min Song has been speaking to the media ahead of Tottenham's Europa League game. Sonny spoke about his partnership with Harry Kane, but first addressed the rumours that his manager had lost the dressing room. Shows they loosened the dressing room. You're joking, aren't you? And here is why he believes the special ones, sorry, special one, still has the full support from the players. I'm very sad if you will lose. I'm I'm uh, happy if you will win. It's uh, like everyone else. You know, like the moon went a little bit down when we had a couple of bad results. But I think the the changing room has nothing changed about 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 with the, with the, this kind of things. So we are everyone is happy, everyone is have a laugh, and then everyone is focused every every single game. So I think this is I think what should I say is is a is a bad rumor. Here's Son into the box. It's towards the back post. Harry Kane is there. It's four four. When he has the ball, I know where to run. We've been working for six years. I think almost six years now. And uh, we know what each other, what he like, what he know what I like. So I think this uh, relationship is uh, being very special. So we are the kind of guy we want to work harder than before, and then uh, we want to be better and better every day. Stoke City's James McLean told Talksport the death threats and sectarian abuse he shared on social media earlier this week was not a one-off. Whilst he admits he hasn't helped himself with certain posts himself, that shouldn't give others an excuse to abuse him. The way social media is now, it could screenshot it, it'd be sent out there. And when it's out there, it's out there. But it annoys me that that's giving these people now some kind of justification to continue the abuse because keep reference back to the balaclava. But this was eight years after this kind of abuse, day in, day out. I asked those people, they put themselves in my shoes, and you take that abuse day in, day out. At some point, right or wrong, in that moment, you're going to react and you're not going to think. And then maybe 10 minutes later, you'll sit back and think that wasn't the best the best way to act. If people generally think, right, that I sat a seven-year-old and a five-year-old down and spoke to them about the troubles and the Irish history, then that can help those people. Those, those people don't want to be educated. Like, never in a million years as a father would I sit down and tell a seven-year-old, a five-year-old and speak about Irish history. It was for a picture that was supposed to be funny. And looking back, no, it wasn't funny. Referee Darren Drysdale has been charged by the FA with improper conduct after he appeared to lean in on Ipswich Town midfielder Alan Judge with his head on Tuesday night. Simon Jordan, Trevor Sinclair, Dean Ashton and Adrian Durham all reacted to the incident, but first, this is the Ipswich boss, Paul Lambert, speaking to Jim White. I looked at the footage and looks as if the referees went in there, which, and then I said to him after the game, I said, did you put your head in my player? And he, he couldn't answer it. I haven't seen that in a long, long while, you know. As soon as Alan Judge realises the ref's actually much harder than he is, he packs himself. He's turned on his heels and he is gone. He cannot handle it. He runs away. And just about says it all. Full of gobbing off, but as soon as this referee, who's much taller than he is, I think he's ex-Navy, isn't he, this this referee? As soon as the referee reacts, oh, he's, he's turned on his tail. It's pathetic, really. And what's really annoyed me about it is that Alan Judge, at the age of 32, is charging towards a referee, gobbing off, pointing his finger in his face, the three closest Ipswich players, one's 21, one's 22, the other's 24. What kind of example is that senior player setting in front of those young teammates? The disciplinary record at Ipswich Town this season is absolutely shocking. They're third bottom in League One in terms of the fair play. 58 yellows and five red cards. So please, don't come on here 
if you're a, an Ipswich sympathiser, if you're a footballer, and say, well, no, I'm with Alan Judge on this one. After all the abuse referees put up with when they start out in refereeing. I think the referee, for some reason, uh, decided to book him for a dive and that caused a reaction from the player. I thought he was quite confrontational, the referee. I thought he put himself in a dangerous position and actually I thought Alan Judge did very well to keep his calm. I thought the players around the situation from both sides did well to just defuse the situation. This referee has opened the door to having himself now in a really difficult position because he has to be beyond reproach. He can't get down to the level of a player. He can't do that, otherwise his authority won't be recognised. Unfortunately, because in the position that you're at, you are the ultimate authority, you have to, this key expression is, you have to be beyond reproach. He is not beyond reproach. He has put himself, he's lowered himself to a player's level. The abuse that referees receive from all of us, from players, from coaching staff, which I've really noticed with no supporters being there, disgusting the way they're jumping up from the dugouts and shouting abuse onto the referees and not happy with the decisions, the supporters when they're in the ground, parents when they're at 10-year-old football that I've seen, is disgusting. We should be absolutely ashamed of how our sport acts towards our officials. Over to TalkSport's transfer guru, Alex Crook, with some news of another Arsenal legend linked with the Bournemouth job. I wonder if it's Gilles Grimindi. It's emerging now this tea time that Thierry Henry, very much the front runner to take that job at the Vitality Stadium. He's the man that Bournemouth believe can come in, galvanise the dressing room, get the best out of a very talented group of players who've probably underperformed so far this season and lead them back to the Premier League. The stumbling block, of course, is that he's already got a job. He's already employed by Montreal over in the MLS. So there will clearly be some negotiating to be done behind the scenes. But Thierry Henry, at this moment in time, is the favourite to take charge of Bournemouth. That would have been unthinkable a few seasons ago. He's fantastic. One of the all-time great Premier League players, right? Uh, yep. Monaco, what's his win? 20%. 20% Mo- Montreal, 30%. He's getting better, he's getting better. He's getting 10%, so five jobs down the line, he might be half decent. He knows nothing about the championship. It's just a Hollywood signing, hoping he can bring players. He's he's got no credentials at all. Jonathan Woodgate, if that's his last game in charge of Bournemouth as temporary manager, he signed off with a win here at the Vitality Stadium. AFC Bournemouth 1, Rotherham United 0. It's not down to me what happens next. Um, I'll do whatever the the directors say, whether I, I take the next game or I don't, and We'll just see what happens. I'll do what the directors say. If the directors say take the next game, I'll take the next game. I got a Solskjaer and Mason Greenwood have been speaking to the media ahead of Manchester United's Europa, Europa League. They got that wrong. Surely it's... Oh, no, of course, they got knocked out of group stage. Manchester United's Europa League game with Real Sociedad live on TalkSport 2 tonight. The United youngster has put pen to paper on a new four-year contract, as you will have heard in the latest episode of The Poddy and he's delighted to have committed his future to the club he's been at since he was seven. I feel like I'm getting back up to my stride I was last season. It's the this place I want to be in, the um, the team I want to play for, so hopefully I can um, get back up to the um, standards I was last, last season. I'm working hard in training every day. We've shown over the years, of course, with the previous managers, uh, Sir Alex was the best, you know, we've produced 
a few of the best players in the world, bringing them here. We still got Marcus Rashford, uh, Mason's coming through. These experiences help, of course, for me as a manager when I convince players that here's the future uh, for you. Edison Cavani and Manchester United win the game. 3 1 their lead. Edison Cavani's first Manchester United goal. As I've been watching Eddie's, he's, he's, he's a top striker, so we're watching his movements, the way he has the ball, the way he gets into the right positions. It's always a benefit to have, have a play like that, and obviously, Ollie to be my coach, it's obviously um, it's all a positive to have them both here. forget that tonight in a 5.55 kickoff Real Sociedad versus Manchester United Europa League last 32 first leg is on TalkSport 2 presented by Dan Windle commentary from Jim Proudfoot and Matt Holland followed by Benfica versus Arsenal Europa League that is also on TalkSport 2 thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts I'm back on the Sports Bar on TalkSport from 10 o'clock taking your calls with Adam Cattrall straight after those Europa League games There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily Potties out first thing in the morning. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.